With us today is Dick Morris. He's uh, one of our stars on Sunday. He's on from 12 to 2 on WABC. And uh, uh, one smart guy was uh, was uh, uh, Bill Clinton's advisor, was uh, uh, Trump's advisor. Well, Dick Morris, what the heck is going on in our country? I don't, you know, the truth is, I don't know what's going on. People say to me, who's running? I said, right now it's uh, Joe Biden and uh, Donald Trump. What say you? That it's Joe Biden and Donald Trump, and Biden's going to be the next president. Uh, I think it's always possible that the Democrats get Biden out and they try to put someone in, possibly Michelle Obama. But um, at the moment, you have to plan on it being Joe Biden. And Trump is massive. Our other friend, David Axelrod, got up and said, no way is Michelle Obama running. Yeah, and well, David Axelrod, we both go back with him. Yeah. I go well, back to him that, when he was running Freddie Farrar's campaign. <laughs> that may uh, after I did. That may be true, but uh, and it may be an act that Michelle is putting on. But in any case, it's a possibility you have to look at. But in terms of the Biden versus Trump race, it is no longer a race. It's now an absolute and total rout. The Harris X poll, which is the Harvard Harris poll, um, that used to, that used to be the Lou Harris poll, and I think it's the most reliable there is. My former partner Mark Penn runs it. Now has Biden six points behind Trump, and that's in a two-way race. We expanded to a four-way race, including um, Robert Kennedy in the Green Party and Cornell West, the five-way race. Uh, that lead expands to eight or nine points. And in every swing state, Trump has now a beyond the statistical margin of error lead. Uh, in Georgia, he's 11 ahead. In Michigan, he's seven ahead. In uh, Wisconsin, he's five ahead. Uh, and, and these are not going to be close races. So you literally have the collapse of the Democratic Party. And on top of that, the situation for the Democrats in the Senate has gotten worse by the day. Um, they were hanging on tentatively, although they would lose control because Manchin is not running. And Jim Justice, the Republican governor, will win that seat. And if the Republicans elect the vice president, then uh, they'll be able to break the tie and control the Senate. But beyond that, you have uh, a new candidate in Maryland, Larry Hogan, who's a liberal Republican governor, a throwback to Nelson Rockefeller. And uh, he's defeating his likely Democratic opponents by 10 points each. Uh, he's likely to be almost a shoo-in. And then you have uh, likelihood of Republican wins in Arizona, where there's a three-way race, and Kerry Lake is likely to win. And very good chances for Republican takeover in uh, Ohio, where um, um, with Sherrod Brown, the Democratic incumbent, probably is going to lose. So the Democrats are now looking at optimistically for them, uh, 48 or 47 seats. And in fact, it may be as low as 45. And in the House, you can't look at the margins by which Trump is going to win and think that the House will in any way be close. So while the media loves to focus on these lawsuits, the judgments, the indictments and all of that, they don't matter much politically. Um, There is some financial consequence for Trump, but it won't be visible. He'll find all kinds of ways of getting around it or paying it off. 
and uh, and and the political consequences will not be harsh; they'll be positive. The worse it gets, the more better Trump does. And I think that that what's going on in politics right now is clearer than it's ever been, which is it is a massive Trump win that's coming. In well, I mean, you know, I go back with Donald Trump uh, forty years, forty five years, and uh, I, I think he. Uh, he would do a good job, but can he get there? I mean, they're doing everything possible to try to destroy the man in uh, in New York uh, financially. And then I understand uh, Alvin Bragg is trying to uh, get him criminally. I mean, yeah. can, I they, they can, they, can they put him in that position? Can they put him in that position? I think it backfires, John. And I think that the persecution of Donald Trump has swelled his margin in the polls incredibly. You have to ask yourself why Trump was two to three points ahead in January, and uh, now he's uh, he's seven to eight points ahead in late February. And the only thing that's changed, those two things have changed, the collapse of Joe Biden's mental ability and the perception of his senility, and the perception that Trump is being persecuted and villainized and encouraging people to stand by him. And I think those are the two developments of the last two months, and they've both given Trump incredible new power. Well, I mean, uh, I compared it to the Salem witch hunts. Um, yeah, it is. It is, but uh, but the uh, except the, at that point there was a lot of women subject to it. Now there's only one designated witch, and that's Donald Trump. But the people aren't buying, buying that. Understood. Um, well, you're on today at noontime, uh, between yep. noontime and 2 o'clock, and I always enjoy your show. Uh, anything in particular you're going to talk about? Yeah, we're going to talk about the transition from 2024 being a competitive race between two relatively evenly balanced forces and the increasingly emerging reality that is a massive landslide for Trump. Understood. Dick Morris, okay. I'll be listening in today we'll at noon time, and God bless. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.